Hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, another series of podcasts uh, that we are doing at Go Global World. And uh, today we have a webinar with uh, speakers from Russia. And uh, this is a special webinar where we are trying to discover what is the startup ecosystem in Russia. We have pre-selected a few speakers uh, and uh, um, uh, who will cover today's topic. Uh, and this event is going with, in partnership with Go Global World, between Go Global World and Ask VC. Uh, so uh, I would like to present Denise Kalishkin, uh, the founder of uh, Ask VC. It's a great community for founders uh, also from around the world who is interested in startups and venture capital. And uh, he, he has a lot of great content uh, to, to share with you. Uh, I, uh, uh, you probably know me uh, because I speak a lot at our uh, webinars, but uh, I'm the founder of Go Global World and uh, we are committed to build a startup ecosystem for global founders uh, based on uh, values, uh, equal and free access to uh, uh, knowledge how to start a company, access to network and access to opportunity to raise capital. So if you are the founder who is uh, trying to uh, build a company or trying to scale a company and you need a quality network access to capital, at Go Global World, we are here to help you with that. Um, so please meet uh, Denis Kalishkin. He will give a few words about Ask VC and he will present the speaker. Yeah, uh, thanks, uh, Daniel. Um, um, so I'm basically, I, I work uh, for majority of my uh, work experience in uh, venture capital. I am a principal at ITB of Global Ventures and a couple of years ago, I understand uh, understood that uh, there is a misunderstanding be between VCs and founders uh, in how they communicate, and uh, started as a hobby, uh, just sharing information and, and uh, like uh, sh showing how to how better uh, how you should pitch uh, your ideas better so that uh, improve your chances uh, to to succeed and. Uh, uh, this hobby uh, led to, to to founding this Ask VC community. It's actually a media media mostly a media project. And um, as as uh, as a person, I typically say to people that you you need to look at uh, business opportunity, not like looking at some like red flags on green flags, but looking as an entrepreneur and. Uh, thinking of uh, what opportunities I can get in this geography or other geographies, because a lot of startups expand into the US market, uh, but uh, sometimes it's uh, very competitive and uh, sometimes maybe the better opportunity would be to look for um, for the market somewhere else. For example, Pipedrive expanded to Brazil and build a, a big uh, business. And um, this is what, uh, f first of all, this is what this webinar is about, is, uh, talking about uh, some alternatives, uh, concepts and pros of another geographic market um, and uh, a lot of what, what I do. Uh, we have uh, uh, today Dmitry Kalaev, he's a, a director at Acceleration Program at IIDF. It's a very, uh, one. It's, I'd say it's a top one accelerator in, in uh, Russia in CIS. They did a pretty amazing job of uh, Educating the market, backing a lot of founders, helping them expand uh, to other geographic markets, and uh, I believe uh, Dmitry uh, has a lot of experience and understanding of uh, specifics of our market and our founders. Uh, so, tell us a couple of words about yourself, and uh, let's move forward with the topic. Thank you, Denise. 
my name is Dmitry Kalaev. I'm a partner uh, of IDFVC. We are fund and we invest uh, in startups. And I'm a CEO of IDF acceleration program. And also, uh, my previous life uh, was connected with uh, uh, IT companies. I'm one of uh, the founders uh, Russian company Naumen. It's a B2B enterprise company uh, with more than uh, $30 million revenue, uh, which was founded in 2001. Uh, and I was one of the person who started this company. Right now, I am one of uh, the shareholders and the board member of this company. Uh, since uh, 2013, we've invested uh, in uh, about 400 startups. Uh, I, I mean, IDFVC. And uh, I also run an acceleration program. Uh, our acceleration program helps over 200 startups each year to enter the market or accelerate the growth. Uh, we have special program for Russian market. I mean, the Russian startups, which uh, have a plan to grow up on the Russian market. And also we have a special program to go global. Uh, our program called Go Global. Uh, during the last uh, two uh, or three years, we helped more than 150 startups starting his uh, uh, business uh, everywhere around the world, and uh, this is one of our core competence right now. Uh, as I said, we have more than 400 startups in our portfolio, and we've made uh, more than 50 exits so far, uh, and uh, we actually uh, investing in startups with Russian founders. We believe that uh, the potential of Russian founders is underestimated, and our mission is to help them to achieve international success. And uh, as investor, we right now invest uh, at seed and stage Series A. Uh, our average ticket uh, ranged between $100,000 and $3 million for one company. What a great introduction. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, so uh, I don't want to hold uh, our audience uh, with the main question of today. What does a startup uh, ecosystem in Russia looks like and what problems startup face and how do they overcome them? Uh, actually, it's uh, a very complicated question. I think that we can uh, talk about it uh, many hours, but uh, I try to be short. On the one hand, we have a full infrastructure in Russia. We have a lot of founders, we have accelerators. Uh, actually, I was surprised that in Russia we have more than 300 acceleration programs. Uh, we have a lot of angel investors, uh, uh, VC firms, and we have some uh, strategic investors. And uh, actually, Moscow is uh, one of the top cities in the world for startups, according to Startup Link Research Center. If I'm right, uh, we're somewhere in the 15 or 17 place uh, in, in the world. Uh, but on the other hand, the Russian market is not so big as, uh, and not so active as US market or uh, as Chinese market. Uh, and the main problem uh, is that we don't have a strong M&A activities. For example, uh, in our portfolio, as I said, we have more than 400, uh, for, 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 uh, 400 startups. And uh, in area of our investment, we have only 20, uh, we have uh, about 20, 25 uh, investment, uh, emerging acquisition every year in the Russian market. 
not more. It means that if we want to sell our companies in the national market, we have to wait uh, uh, 15 or more years. And the uh, Russian market is one of the biggest market uh, uh, in Europe. But if you uh, have to uh, have strategic investors, it's not uh, the uh, best market uh, in Europe. And uh, uh, our market looks like a road with a traffic jam. Uh, we have a lot of startups on the road, we have a lot of angel investors on the road, but at the end of the road, we don't have enough strategic investors for acquisition. Uh, founders and angel investors and VC companies can't exit from the startups uh, on the Russian market. And this is why many Russian startups go global, uh, because they want to have strategic investors everywhere in the world. And this is why uh, in the last few years, angel investors and VC companies from Russia have preferred to invest in startups with global traction. And this is why our main acceleration program uh, in IDF uh, has been go global. Uh, and uh, this is how I see uh, the Russian market right now. But also uh, add a couple of words is that a lot of uh, founders are uh are actually doing sorry have a kid <laughs> next door uh, i have uh, a, a lot of uh, founders spent to the us and uh, uh like and a lot of uh, technology companies uh, like working uh on global standards so you can find pretty 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 experienced people here as tech tech people, data scientists, and also so if if you're thinking about uh, the uh, the talent pool, uh, but uh, and yeah, we we along with uh, with uh, MNAs, but actually, for example, India for for quite a while have been experiencing the same problems, uh, and uh, investors were just betting on that. Of like a huge number of people, but uh, unlike countries, a little bit smaller. So uh, speaking of um, uh, exit opportunities and how big could, could it be? So uh, how do you see? Like, do we have uh, any unicorns and uh, maybe pieces of uh, Russian companies uh, becoming big companies? Just to give an idea for uh, for for. Yeah, uh, yes, I agree with you that uh, Russian market is quite good. Yes, it's not the best market. Uh, hello, do you hear me? Yes, I hear you. Uh, great. Uh, yes, I agree with the uh, need uh, that uh, the, the Russian market is uh, not the best, but it's quite huge and we have a lot of opportunity. Um, and for example, we can recall uh, some international market, which uh, international company, which was, was started uh, uh, with Russian founders and started from Russian market, for example, Rike, uh, Miro. Uh, just uh, uh, a few uh, weeks ago, uh, this uh, company uh, uh, attracted a new investment round with uh, a few hundred uh, million dollars and with capitalization, uh, if I'm right, 70 billion dollars. Uh, this founder, uh, this company was founded uh, in 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 the middle of the Russia, 
um, uh, and uh, it's a good example. And they still have uh, engineer team in Russia because uh, Russia is uh, one of the best uh, place in the world with talents, with people who can produce uh, a good software and who have a good mathematical background. Uh, actually, not good, a, a fantastic mathematical background. Uh, or, for example, we have in driver company, which was founded in Yekusk. It's, it's one of the coldest places in the world. And right now, they have a more than $1 billion uh, capitalization, and they uh, uh, pro pro provide his service uh, in 100 uh, countries in the world. Uh, all these companies work on the growing global markets. Uh, the Russian market is, in, is not big enough for the built unicorns, but we have some company with a billion dollars capitalization. For example, Yandex. Russia, if I'm right, the one, uh, uh, only one uh, country in the world where we have uh, good competitors of the Google. Yandex is a Russian local search engine. Uh, right now, it's not only search engine, it's a ride-hailing company, delivery company, uh, and a lot of other uh, uh, kind of businesses. But uh, originally, Yandex was the uh, competitor of the Google, and in Russia, Yandex have more than half of uh, Russian market. Uh, for example, we have a fantastic uh, fintech uh, company. Actually, it's a uh, a bank, but it's a bank without uh, offline branches. Uh, the, from day one, it was uh, online. Uh, I, I, I mean, Tinkoff Bank. Uh, for me, it's fantastic because it's uh, actually in Russia we have a fantastic fintech uh, uh, level uh, of services. For example, we can we can pay online everywhere. We can uh, pay by. Uh, PayPass uh, and other stuff. We one of the best. <laughs> to, to be honest, you can with adoption can of, of, of. Yeah, so, sorry. Actually, actually, I paid uh, in like in a very small village once with the Apple Pay. So it, it, it was crazy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Speaking a, of, of good. Uh, we, 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 yeah, we, we have one of the best adoption of uh, new technology in fintech in the world. Uh, uh, for example, we have Headhunter. Uh, it's a uh, recruitment company which uh, helps uh, uh, businesses to find a new employee. Uh, this company with uh, more than 1 billion capitalization uh, uh, two years ago, if I'm, if I'm right, it was going to the IPO on NASDAQ. Uh, and uh, this is all, the whole company with capitalization more than 1 billion. And in some niche, we have enough uh, space, enough clients, enough money for the uh, build a big company. Uh, but as I said, uh, actually, uh, if you build a company in Russia, uh, it could, uh, uh, capitalization could less than uh, worldwide. For example, I thought about the Reich company. Reich uh, uh, capitalization uh, is more than $2 billion. In Russia, we have uh, local competitors uh, uh, with the same uh, level of functionality. 
For example, we have a mega plan company with the same business model with quite uh, similar functions and features, but the utilization of mega plan is not more than $20 million. And uh, uh, actually, it's just uh, uh, a reality because uh, US market or Chinese market uh, 10 times, somewhere 100 times more than Russian market. Uh, what it means? At the same time, uh, we have a good opportunity in some niche, but uh, somewhere our market is not uh, so good. And uh, uh, I think that the same situation everywhere in the world. Just to choose uh, the right uh, uh, solution for, for the right market. And if uh, you have a, a product market fit, you will have a success. All right. So uh, then uh, if you're speaking about external startups coming from around the world, there is a common perception of Russia that is just a tiny percentage of global GDP. Uh, what are the pros and cons uh, of expanding to Russia? Daniel, um, excuse me, can, can, can you repeat uh, one more time? I didn't get the, the idea. Oh. No problem. So there is a common perception for uh, international mm -hmm. uh, people and uh, business people that uh, Russia is just a couple of per percent of global GDP. So just a tiny portion of global GDP. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what what are the pros and cons of expanding to Russia? Okay. Okay. Uh, actually, the main cons is that. Uh, uh, no, from, from, from the other side. Uh, I think that uh, if you started on the Russian market, for example, you are uh, Russian founders and the first market was the Russian. Uh, this is just uh, a state. Uh, I mean, the, you, uh, your first market is Russia. But for example, if you started, uh, if you have a choice where to start, uh, the Russian market is uh, uh, in many areas is not the first, and I mean that it's just uh, 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 a pragmatic choice where where you have a lot of clients, where the best place uh, from amount of uh, users, uh, amount of money, and so on. And uh, for example, if you do something in the oil and gas area. Maybe Russia is one of the best uh, uh, places in the world because uh, we're one of the uh, biggest producers of, of this, uh, uh, this stuff. Uh, for example, if you want to produce something for small and medium businesses, uh, I think that Russia is not the best place, not the best place uh, in the world uh, where you will start. Uh, but um, uh, what the Russia, uh, uh, what, what, what the uh, strongest side of, of Russian market? If you have a relations, and one of uh, member of one of co-founders in your team have a good uh, relation, a good understanding of Russian market, you can grow fast. Maybe it's a good point for for the go to the Russian market. Uh, also, if you need a strong uh, developers and engineers, uh, the Russia uh, could be place where you can hire 
engineers. For example, if you hire in, uh, developers in Silicon Valley or in uh, New York, you will pay five or ten times more than in Russia. Uh, of course, it depends on the uh, area. Uh, it's about data science or it's about uh, uh, Python developers. It depends, but uh, we have uh, more high qualified uh, engineers who can produce uh, uh, incredible products. Uh, it's not about the market. I mean that engineers is just uh, uh, background. It's not uh, the place where you have uh, sales and marketing. Uh, but uh, some companies uh, have uh, his uh, production offices in, 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 in Russia. Uh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I, I think uh, that, is, uh, that is all. Uh, that's a good point, actually, and uh, uh, I would uh, even um, uh, emphasize on uh, the importance of the quality of the uh, network uh, of developers in here and the quality of uh, the people you can hire. So uh, uh, it's maybe uh, the market is not the, the biggest in the world, but still there is a lot of uh, a lot of opportunity to expand the business. However. If you build an operations office of your global operations office here in, in Russia, it may give you some global extra advantage to be uh, uh, on the market, but not only for the sake of winning the market, but also it might be the tool or the source for winning the global markets, especially the expensive, uh, uh, expensive, expensive Western markets. And uh, this, uh, uh, this is how Russian startups are using this as a leverage over Western countries. And this is what uh, global startups uh, might be using uh, as a leverage versus their expensive headcount, right? To work for us. Yeah, exactly. And also, I many times said that the Russian market is not the biggest, but actually, I believe that Russia is one of top 10 or top 15 companies in the world for 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 the IT business. We have a fast adoption. We have a good penetration of Internet. We have a fantastic mobile Internet. For example, if you go to Silicon Valley, we will have a uh, not uh, the same level with Russia of quality of mobile internet or, or while uh, or other kind of services. Uh, for for example, in Russia we have 24 hours uh, banks, 24 hours uh, grocery, and so on, uh, and. Uh, and, even bars, uh, even, even nightclubs and bars. <laughs> even bars, uh, yeah, even clubs and bars. Actually, we yeah. have a lot of opportunity for, 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 for different kind of businesses. Somewhere we're not the best place, somewhere I believe that we're best place for the start. If you want to find the worst internet, uh, probably you want to go to the, the most innovative place in the world, which is Silicon Valley, right? <laughs> Everyone loves Silicon Valley, but the, the internet it's a sucks. The, the, uh, this is why they want to improve uh, internet and uh, software. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's a it's a it's it's a, it's a traditional problem of uh, uh, having a legacy. Uh, the same problem is why they have uh, very like uh, you know outdated banking. They they just started early. For example, in France, uh, Société Générale they're testing all their infrastructure in Africa because uh, this is a greenfield for everything. Most modern payment services and like exotic. Uh, fintechs they are tested uh, in Africa for example so this is also the same so um, uh, I 
uh, from my experience, there are not that many uh, international startups expanding to Russia, uh, but there are still some, uh, like, I mean, not that many examples, maybe not that many companies exploring these opportunities, but there are still some uh, companies pursuing that way. For example, um, there are a lot of uh, startups uh, which, uh, uh, at least, uh, uh, which participate in various uh, in various um, programs from Korea, uh, South Korea. And uh, the question to you is, um, what is the, if if you are an international company and would like to expand to Russia, so what would be the best maybe stage when you when you do this? Uh, is it a pre-seed, mm -hmm. seed, Series A? And uh, if you decide to, to expand to this market, how you do it? Like uh, relocate founders, open a local entity, so, uh, so. Walk us through that. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. Um, at first, we help uh, many Russian companies to, to go abroad to the US or Germany or United Kingdom or other countries. And uh, the entering to the Russian market is the same. Uh, if you do something in B2B enterprise area, you have to have a Russian local entity with a Russian sales team uh, and a local marketing and a local presence. But if you have something for a consumer market or for small medium business, uh, you can sell it during the internet without uh, uh, local presence. For, for, uh, for example, Google uh, work with a lot of uh, uh, a lot of uh, Russian small medium uh, enterprises and they sell the advertising. Uh, yes, they have a Russian local uh, office, but it's just for localization. They don't have, or maybe some representative function, but it's not about the sales. Uh, and uh, as the bottom line, if you do something in enterprise area, you need local representative and local office. If you do something in small media businesses and uh, all consumer market, you don't need uh, uh, these uh, guys. But uh, of course you have to have uh, native speakers and uh, people with uh, Russian background who mentally uh, understand Russian people, uh, who can connect, who can write down the right uh, sentence and so on. And uh, uh, it's how to go to the Russian market. Also, uh, the good question is when to go to the Russian market. Uh, if you have a strong connection and strong understanding of the Russian market, you can do it from the day one. Uh, if you uh, have, for example, uh, South Korean experience or uh, Indonesian experience and you want to go to worldwide, uh, the uh, first question is which market is the best for you? Uh, what I mean under the best? where there you have the many clients where you have uh, the biggest amount of for the money of your clients and where you will have a best uh, best uh, uh, capitalization and russia is not the first place in in this uh, this uh, uh, area and i believe that the russian market uh, makes sense to enter uh, if you have already captured larger markets for example you have the first place in the United States, you have the first place in the United Kingdom, and you have the first place in uh, uh, Germany, and you don't have enough space for the growth in these uh, countries. And okay, why we will uh, not go to the Russia? Or 
you have to the, the, that markets and uh, you are late to them. For example, you have a lot of competitors in US or uh, you don't have uh, uh, the problem in, in the Germany. Okay, this is time to go to the Russian market. And uh, if you are startup from uh, from uh, uh, the other country and you have a plan to come to the Russia, uh, then I would recommend going to some acceleration program. Maybe it's uh, our program, maybe it's uh, Sber 500 program or other accelerators because uh, typically accelerators have a lot of connection. For example, we work with uh, uh, a few dozen companies from Russian one biggest uh, uh, 1,000 companies uh, in the Russia. We, uh, we can help to enter to the biggest company. We know which channel works uh, for the sales, uh, how, uh, how uh, cold calls work in the Russia and so on. And uh, many accelerators can help with that. Uh, one of the uh, other way how to come to the Russian market is to buy small team uh, or maybe big team in Russia, but uh, less than than uh, the new company. For for example, uh, we have a, a few example. <laughs> for example, we have a few example. Of course, uh, <laughs> uh, for example, blah 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 car. How blah blah car <laughs> penetrate to the Russian market? They just uh, attract uh, the Russian startup uh, подорожники, uh, Ukrainian startup подорожники. Uh, which uh, provides service uh, in Ukraine, Russia, Belarus, and uh, in, in uh, this region. They just acquired this company and uh, they uh, have uh, uh, Russia as uh, a market. The same strategy works for Groupon more than 10 years ago and so on. Uh, it means you can find the small Russian startup with Russian mentality, with Russian relations, with understanding of Russian market, and just uh, acquire this company. And uh, this is one of the way how to uh, how to start in Russian market and uh, don't take a risk of uh, uh, of uh, Russian mentality. You will just have uh, right people on 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 the board. Mm -hmm. Well, I. I, I, I do yeah, yeah, sorry. I, just... I, 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 I wanted, uh, yeah, I wanted uh, to add a, a few cents. What I saw, uh, what I what I've seen, um, there were uh, there was a company uh, from Israel, uh, and they were expanded to Russia uh, at pre-seed, so they were just having their first clients. And the reason they they did it is because uh, there is a lot, uh, there is a big community, Israeli com uh, Jewish community in Russia historically and they just uh, using this community they just uh, could acquire uh, the first uh, enterprise clients so they acquired a big client which uh, actually granted a contract and they they were able to build uh, their mvp and uh, uh, started their uh, starting their sales and then they expanded uh, to the us and um, uh, given this is exa this example I would uh, I give this an example for 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 the, for the reason uh, we have a lot of corporate accelerators like any a lot of corporations like hundred maybe uh, running accelerations themselves or in partnership with uh, some other companies and all these acceleration programs have uh, <laughs> have the same faces of startups 
like uh, participating in one and another acceleration program. So if you would like to acquire an enterprise client, and for example, P like PWC, for example, Russia, um, applying to this, it, uh, you, you have just uh, maybe in some cases you have less competition and uh, faster to get the first clients, which would you uh, otherwise like, uh, it would maybe harder to get. So this is one um, and. Uh, uh, and yeah, and the the, the second uh, yeah, uh, so, uh, and the second uh, considering the regulation, first of, first of all we have all, uh, uh, in Russia there is their version of GDPR. So if you're dealing with uh, uh, personal data, you need to, to comply with it. It's 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 doable. It's not that that crazy. And the the other part about uh, the local presence. I believe that there was a regulation in place that uh, IT companies should actually open uh, open like some presence like entity or something. So uh, it's it's a, it's brand new. Uh, you just need to to double check on that. Yeah, and I would like to add in here that the power of technoparks uh, is uh, also uh, increasing uh, and support to support startups and uh, they're building soft lending programs uh, just to soft land international startups and uh, there is uh, there are a few in moscow region like uh, skolkovo there is one in uh, in st petersburg ingria uh, there is another one in uh, uh, in kazan which is uh, innopolis and kazan technopark also, uh, we have a technopark in Novosibirsk, uh, that is Akadem Park. We have uh, more uh, technoparks that are trying to help. They are mostly uh, helping uh, local entrepreneurs to expand, at least across Russia, and start uh, make the first steps in their business. However, they are trying and emphasizing and pushing their soft lending programs. And uh, I completely agree with the guys. Uh, uh, I would just add that uh, these corporate programs or specific accelerator programs, they have specific targets, for example, oil and gas uh, accelerators of like large corporations, or uh, maybe um, there are specific other programs that uh, could help you expand in a specific uh, in a specific segment in Russia. It's a great, great uh, way of uh, uh, starting in, in this country. So uh, my my next question would be: uh, There are some uh, myths about Russia. Uh, let's talk about uh, Russian business practices. What should an international startup account for when expanding to Russia? <laughs> First of all, not not Russians drink vodka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we, like and, and, and we don't have animals on the on the street. No bears on the street. Um, right. <laughs> no, no bears on the street. Yeah, uh, but we have a lot of beautiful girls and uh, uh, and, and good bars uh, which works twenty four hours. Uh, uh, actually, there is. I don't, uh, I don't uh, face with a lot of myths, but I, uh, I would pay attention to the following factors. Uh, in Russia, big businesses are highly dependent on the states. I mean that uh, more than uh, forty percent of biggest Russian company, uh, part of his shares uh, belongs to the Russian government. It's just reality. It's not. Uh, uh, a myth, it's uh, a part of uh, Russian uh, reality. But also we have a lot of uh, public companies like uh, Yandex, uh, Biggest Telecom, a lot of banks, uh, retail companies and so on. And this 
the same company which we have everywhere in the world is public company um, uh, uh, with uh, uh, compliance and so on but it's uh, quite uh, uh, quite typical for for all countries uh, medium and small business in Russia is isn't infant, uh, is uh, uh, infancy and uh, it's not growing fast uh, what I mean we uh, have a, a Soviet Union before the 1990s and we have just 30 years of the of the free market and the small business in russia is not so developed uh, as in other countries and the level of uh, uh, understanding level of uh, uh, processes and so in small medium business is not so good and uh, small medium business in russia is not the best uh, target audience uh, and the uh, other problem if you want to sell something for for the uh, for the consumers uh, most Russians have little income and uh, they can uh, only spend money on the basic needs um, it's just uh, a reality uh, and uh, I'm not happy with it but it's just uh, 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 it is what it is, uh, right? Uh, 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 yes, it's what it is. And uh, one more thing, uh, uh, Daniel said that uh, we have a lot of uh, lending uh, program, soft lending program in Kazan, in St. Petersburg, and other cities. But more than 50 of the main clients in Russia are concentrated in Moscow. And more than 50% of uh, uh, revenue uh, company generate in Moscow and if you want to go the, the, to the Russia uh, it, it makes sense to, to start it from the Moscow there is uh, uh, the biggest client the, there we have a lot of clients uh, there we have a lot of money and uh, if you uh, can start business in Moscow maybe you can sp spread uh, everywhere in the Russia but if you can't start in the Moscow, I think that you don't have any chances in in in, in other uh, cities in in the Russia. Uh, uh, this is why uh, the same situation for Russian startups. More than fifty percent of Russian startups startups concentrated in Moscow. Uh, Seven or ten percent of Russian startups in Saint Petersburg, and just a few percent. Uh, in other uh, cities, for example, Yekaterinburg, Kazan, Novosibirsk, uh, Krasnodar, and other. Just one, two, three percent uh, of the startups, startups uh, was founded in that city. Uh, we have a, a Moscow centered country. Uh, yeah, uh, j just a couple of cents. Uh, there are some business models in, in, in Russia which are actually, if you are very uh, doing something very, very cheap. Like, uh, for example, we have uh, the big retailer Magnet, which actually attacks uh, Moscow at like at the very end of their journey. So there are some business models which are too cheap, like maybe uh, which which would be better, a better, better or taken driver. For example, 
their business model was better working better in uh, in, the, the, in in other regions just because uh, they are oriented on the, the other subsector but uh, the general rule is that yeah uh, moscow is uh, the capital and uh, a lot of business is done here so first of all you need to test this ground um so then the we we're running out of time but still have uh, a couple of uh, like 10 minutes or so um maybe let's talk about uh, uh, i don't know typical typical mistakes uh, which uh, entrepreneurs or uh, expats uh, doing business in, in russia typically do uh, so or maybe thinking of uh, what, what could people do do wrong or both in terms of business practices mm -hmm. or and and and, and uh, i don't know what yeah, consider taking yeah. into account international no. founders, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, I believe that we have the same mistakes uh, for startups which come to the Russian market or for the startups which come to the German market or UK market. Uh, the first, uh, what we see with uh, from our experience is that underestimation of resources to obtain traction in the market. Uh, startups is quite optimistic and they believe that uh, we have uh, $10,000 and we can uh, uh, build enough uh, traction in this company and we can raise money on the local market from local investors. Typically, you need a dedicated team which is responsible only for that market. If you have team which is responsible for the few market, for example, for your local market and for Russian, uh, I don't believe in that. Or, for example, you have a special team for for uh, Eastern Europe market and, uh, and team responsible for Poland, for uh, Ukraine, for Russia. Uh, I believe that uh, if you start from this uh, kind of uh, uh, expansion, uh, it, is, uh, uh, it doesn't work. You need a dedicated team for the one country. And you need not less than $100,000 for the marketing and sales experiments. And after six months and uh, $100,000 uh, uh, with dedicated team, you can reach the traction. Uh, if you uh, have less resources and you don't have dedicated uh, team, uh, actually, you uh, will have uh, un underfunded uh, expansion and uh, you just spend money and time. Um, also, uh, typically I see that uh, uh, startups choose the market on the face. Just, uh, I believe that Russia is a good country. Or, I have a friend in Russia, I want to expand my business to this country. Uh, Choosing uh, the market, uh, it's a few steps. Rely on the market analytics from GDP to the how many clients uh, uh, of this kind I have in this country. Trying to get the first customers, uh, take the interview with them, uh, ch uh, check uh, which kind of competitors do we have. And before the entering to the market, have uh, taken such steps for five or six markets and first step before the dedicated team just uh, create a short list with five 
countries where you want to start and uh, do interview with uh, clients on these five uh, markets uh, trying to sell uh, through the uh, uh, Facebook ads or Google ads and just uh, uh, feel which market will start faster and after that uh, dedicate team and money on that market and uh, you always need to find a native speaker uh, who not only know the language but also understand the mentality and knows or can figure out the structure of the local market the best uh, uh, native speaker will the people with experience in area of your startup for example if you do something for fintech uh, for the banks or for the retails you hire the people with experience in that area and uh, you will go faster if you have this uh, person on uh, in, in in your team. Mm -hmm. This is all right. Three steps. Three three steps for for for, for the success. That's, that's actually uh, great uh, to have uh, some steps and uh, some structure. And uh, we already have uh, one question from uh, YouTube streaming. And uh, the guys who uh, th those are who are watching us on YouTube and other social media. So please use this chance to ask uh, Dmitry uh, your questions about uh, entering a Russian market and expanding here if you have those questions. Uh, um, uh, in the meantime, uh, we have one question that relates to my question that I have to you. So uh, one person is asking, how is it different to fundraise in Russia versus United States or uh, Europe? And I would add that uh, finding uh, it, overall, funding is important for all startups. So, uh, what are the typical uh, um, uh, way of uh, fundraising in Russia, and what are the specific of this process? So, it's like very close to my question as well. Uh, on the one hand, it's quite close. A warm connection, the list of potential investors that uh, try to find who can introduce you to this. Uh, uh, business angels or VC uh, firms and uh, this work the same uh, but we have some some difference for example if you uh, go to the US market you just uh, have a list from 100 to 200 uh, VCs which will understand in in that area in Russia we will have a short list maybe 10 or 5 VC in one area for example uh, if you want to come uh, in the Russian market uh, to the Russian market and uh, uh, do something in uh, health area, you will have maybe five or seven uh, VC who uh, invest in that area. Uh, uh, the same situation with uh, angel investors. We have uh, just a thousand or two thousand uh, people who invest in, uh, at every stage. If you uh, do the same in the United States, you have a more than 100,000 potential investors. Uh, and uh, one more thing is that 80% uh, of VC or, and 80% of angel investors want to uh, invest in company with global traction. As I said previously, the Russian market is not so big and in 90% of uh, area, you can't build a big company. And this is why 80% uh, of Russian VC companies and 80% of uh, uh, angels uh, want to invest in global company, not in, uh, in, in Russian company. But 
Uh, also, we have a lot of strategic investors like Sberbank, MTS, Yandex, uh, uh, VK, and uh, other local uh, giants who have his own uh, VC entity, corporate venture capital entity, and they invest uh, in startups. Uh, and uh, this is one of the way how to find uh, your investor in, 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 in Russia. Yeah, I, I do. Uh, I do add a couple of cents. The first of all, there is a, like not only uh, corporate VCs, but also uh, some VCs which took uh, uh, like funds of funds, government funding, and they are obliged to invest in companies. Uh, it can be even an international company, uh, but having some local presence uh, presence in business in in Russia. So. Uh, for, for those types of companies, and they, they typically prefer Series A, Series Bs, um, that would be something uh, where you on one hand say, okay, I'm attacking like US or European or uh, Indian market, and I have a local presence, hire people, uh, I would like to, to raise a couple of uh, millions of dollars uh, to build this local business for whatever reason it's uh, it's relevant uh the other part uh, is like the, the number one question typically uh vcs us are asking both government or corporate as well as um, uh, private investors why are you expanding to russia uh because uh, there are a lot of cases when um, you know works negative selection so the the the, the startup couldn't manage to, to raise money in their local geography so they are looking for uh for funding uh, in in this geography and the good answer would be here is uh, uh like you have uh, some investor in, in your geography and uh, the, the other investor from the lo local investor, you need them just because of like the market, market intelligence and whatsoever. Yeah, and uh, also I would like uh, to add about uh, the angel investments. Uh, it's actually uh, developing and uh, unfortunately we didn't have, uh, we had, te had technical uh, problems. Uh, and, uh, no, we are good. Have... We're good. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, Sergei uh, didn't manage to, to join us um today uh he's the founding partner of um uh, angel's desk uh, uh this is actually russian version of angel uh angel list and uh, they are they're doing uh they, they did they've done quite a lot of deals even dmitry i believe you, you syndicated something or presented some 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 cases there so uh, and um lately as Everywhere in the world, uh, lately, a lot uh, more and more um, uh, business angels got interested in in, in investing in, in, in various uh, companies. And uh, since a lot of investors are newcomers, Denis, 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 just a second. Uh, I just interrupt you. We have some background noise. Uh, just to prevent uh, somebody somebody is touching the microphone. Just be aware of that. Maybe uh, it's, yours. It's not on my end. But I believe it's uh, Dmitry. Yeah, sorry. Okay. And uh, yeah, so on one uh, on one hand, uh, like uh, a lot of people are uh, educating themselves on that, and uh, as far as I know, uh, IIDF do some some uh, programs for them. But on the other hand. Uh, those new new you know new business angels uh they are looking for opportunities since they are starting and uh, like it's maybe sometimes easier than like they are 
limited in the in the pipeline in the flow of uh, deals they have so uh and that could be a good a good uh, like in favor of a company so it's maybe some somehow easier to 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 negotiate um okay um i don't know yeah um, yeah 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 go ahead yeah, I completely agree that uh, Angel's Deck is the best uh, business angel community in Russia. There are more than uh, 500 active investors. And uh, if you connect with uh, people who can syndicate uh, deals in, in this community, this is uh, the good step for the success uh, because uh, they have more than 100 deals every, every year. And uh, if uh, one of syndicator promote you deal in this community, it's uh, 80 or 90% of success that you will have uh, closed the round uh, from, uh, from investors in Russia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, my, my question is about uh, uh, like soft landing programs and how to start in Russia. Um, and here specifically, we can uh, mention, uh, for example, Skolko with their taxation and uh, uh, the, the, the latest development of incentivizing uh, uh, investments. Uh, so some uh, some some benefits for the angels, and uh, also maybe a couple of words what's of uh, what you're doing at uh, IIDF um, uh, with regards to uh, working with startups and providing ecosystem. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, we don't have a special soft lending program for startups. I, I mean, as AADF, what uh, what we can, uh, uh, how we can help uh, for the startups. At first, we have uh, acceleration program, and uh, this is a well connected uh, program in the Russia. We know every people in uh, every companies in the Russia. Uh, we uh, pr uh, we provide this. Uh, uh, program more than eight years and we have more than 1000 uh, startups which graduated from this program uh, also we uh, we are uh, investor and we invest in startups but as i said previously mostly we right now invest in startups which go from russian market to the world market but sometimes we invest in good opportunity uh, in, in 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 local market and also we are operator of some uh, corporate acceleration program for example e uh, biggest uh, russian banks or biggest russian retailers company they uh, have a, a, a program for uh, proof of concept uh, they take uh, the, some startups for proving that the startups can help them improve the revenue uh, decreased the uh, the spending or something else and uh, they paid for that and uh, if you have successful uh, proof of concept they will scale uh, you to the to the whole company and uh, uh, this is one of the easiest way how to penetrate to the Russian market because uh, uh, you have a good client and this is one of the biggest clients in the Russia and uh, uh, you can start f faster from from the sketch and um, if you talk about the special uh, lending program 
with grants or something else. Actually, I don't know uh, this kind of product, uh, this kind of program in Russia. And also, unfortunately, we don't have something like startup visa uh, for for the founders if you want to uh, uh, come to the Russian market and uh, stay here for the few months. But but actually, it's not a problem. You can solve this uh, uh, quest and uh, have a legal. Uh, visa uh, to Russia, but there is no some special uh, way for, for 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 the founders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I, I... Dmitry just answered the questions uh, that came uh, from uh, our YouTube channel. Does Russia offer startup visa? And uh, I heard I, I didn't hear anything about that. And uh, the, the other question was from from YouTube channel. Uh, and uh, you partially answered that uh, how to get a pilot in Russia. So probably those large clients, uh, large uh, corporate uh, companies uh, that are doing some acceleration program with uh, your company or some other accelerators, they might be the good entry point to uh, to enter these corporations and to do to do a pilot. So it's a kind of safe environment for both sides. And uh, yeah, but uh, on taxation side. Uh, um, we have uh, uh, maybe some more clarity because I know that there are some organizations uh, or maybe uh, some territories offering some tax, tax breaks. So if you can uh, elaborate on that. Uh, yes, the uh, Skolkovo is one of the uh, best place with taxation, but actually I think that the Skolkovo is not the the place where where you have uh, uh, where, where where the uh, makes sense to start because if you have a Skolkova landing in the Skolkova, you have to develop the software in the Skolkova too. Uh, if you have a plan, just uh, open the sales office. We have a few uh, special zone, for example, uh, Kazan or Kaliningrad, uh, where you have a lower uh, taxation. And you just open the office with one person and uh, uh, establish the the small company. And if you have a good growth on the Russian market, the next uh, step uh, is go to the Skolkova. Uh, if we back to the question about the pilots, uh, the good uh, uh, the, the the working uh, thing is that just. Uh, uh, create a short list of the company which uh, is more attractive for you. For example, if you do something for the bank, you open the list of the biggest Russian bank, and there is uh, uh, Sberbank, uh, Gazprom Bank, uh, uh, VTB, Alpha Bank, uh, uh, so some, some other. And just uh, uh, write down the accelerator of Vetabank, accelerator of Sberbank, accelerator of uh, other bank. And uh, you will find out uh, the date uh, where the application process uh, will start. And it's quite easy if you have a time for the six or, or nine months, you will choose two or three programs from these companies. The same situation with retail, with uh, some uh, uh, production company and so on. Actually, we have more than 40 acceleration programs from biggest Russian company uh, during the year. Mm -hmm. Actually, uh, so, uh, you know, uh, you can go either through acceleration or you go 
your way uh, if you're trying to go your way so it's a typical b2b sales uh, and here you need to identify the uh the, the corporations which are more open to the innovations around and pilots typically they have like innovation department or person and typically when they have a, a person like that they typically either run prod uh, pro, uh, either like run acceleration programs or uh, do hackathons or something so you just check uh, the website and look if there is something associated with the innovation and uh, it means that uh, they are more open uh, to working with startups and maybe there is a uh, the, 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 there is a fast track uh, so, the, so you, you attack those companies first and the second one is like you just take a connect well like hire a well-connected person uh, who employs uh, his or her uh, network and uh, for for not like for, <laughs> and reaching out to his uh, to his clients, it it works the same way as it works uh, everywhere uh, in in corporate sales. Um, and uh, there is also maybe a, your uh, if you can uh, uh, if you need to have a legal entity in Russia to 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 do a pilot, I don't believe it's mandatory. Uh, you can uh, because you can pay uh, to, to a foreign company but of course having a local LLC helps a lot in terms of uh, you know in terms of the transaction transaction and on, on all this stuff but uh, if you're just testing the ground I believe you can uh, do it so like uh, you can uh, accept money from uh, from from an international uh, your, your international um, entity yeah, actually, it depends on the company. For example, I know that uh, one of the biggest Russian uh, retail company, X5 Group, uh, they uh, can pay internationally and they're looking for a company from, uh, uh, from Europe and they have a uh, uh, process how to work with uh, uh, non-Russian company. Uh, in, in other company, I think that if you don't take money for the pilot, you can you can uh, do pilot without uh, the Russian entity. If you want to take money from the big uh, big company uh, for the pilot, uh, sometimes they can't uh, pay outside of, uh, of Russia. Actually, they can, but they will not care about the uh, few uh, thousand dollars uh, for for this process. Uh, 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 only one thing uh, which can uh, doesn't work in there you will subscribe non uh, uh, disclosure agreement and this agreement uh, will write down on the for example on the two uh, languages on the russian and on the uh, english but uh, you can do it uh, with uh, non russian company mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, the, 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 the other thing came to mind is uh, if at some if some of you are actually having like specific request, uh, a friend of mine doing a couple uh, did a couple of uh, soft landing for for a couple of Korean startups. So if like you have a specific request, just reach out me to me in LinkedIn, Facebook or LinkedIn. Maybe I can answer specifically on that. All right. So. Uh, um, uh, we are about to wrap up. I see we have more questions coming from social media and uh, there is one more question uh, we have. 
uh, and uh, I suggest we address it and uh, we have a special way of uh, closing sessions. So I'll explain how we do it. But what, uh, what is your thoughts on uh, this question? How risky is it to get investments from state funds uh, for future growth uh, of startups? Uh, Dmitry? Um, yes, you have a risk uh, with, with that. Uh, actually, it depends on the management team because some management team uh, the, uh, from, uh, uh, from funds which funded from the government can take the risk. Uh, and the, the problem will not uh, relate with, uh, uh, with sanction problem will uh, related with uh, the management team they will block the old solutions because they for, for, for example you have uh, other investors and uh, these investors uh, are ready to invest but previous investor will block the deal uh, and from my uh, experiences uh, the bigger problem than than sanction or other stuff but uh, how to how to solve this at first if you have a plan to uh, to the, build the company on the Russian market, uh, it's not a problem. Uh, actually, it's uh, uh, additional uh, 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 advantages that you have money from Russian government and uh, uh, half of the Russian uh, biggest company, uh, government-related company, and. Uh, uh, this is uh, easier way how to come to these uh, clients uh, uh, but if you have a plan uh, build a business not only in russia but everywhere in the world uh, the big uh, the, the the best question is to communicate with startups from uh, from uh, from the portfolio of this fund and ask them how you solve the problem for example when you go abroad uh, from the Russian market, do you have any problem? How you solve that and so on? And uh, just to check how it works for, for, for them. Uh, for example, uh, if we look uh, in uh, Wikipedia, uh, you will see that uh, IDF was founded by president of the Russia. And it sounds, uh, uh, sounds uh, uh, not so good. But actually, we don't have uh, money from the government. We work with uh, corporate money, and uh, uh, we uh, invest from Delaware company in the United States. And uh, uh, many of our startups uh, have co-invest from, from uh, uh, biggest worldwide uh, VCs, and it, it works. Uh, what uh, the bottom line is? Bottom line is just a check uh, of uh, how other startups uh, in portfolio of this fund uh, works with this problem. If they have uh, the good solution and they don't have a problem with uh, uh, worldwide expansion, it's okay. If they have, okay, just uh, don't take a risk uh, uh, for, for, for your company. Yeah, I would I would add, add up here. So first of all, it depends. Uh, like, our business is uh, in any geography is about people. 
doing uh, doing this business uh some even some government funds they they have uh, hired people from like uh, which worked for private venture capitals and uh, they have uh, uh they they have uh, the, the other mindset acting as pure financial investors there are of course some limitations but uh, they can smooth this tra trajectory and uh, uh especially if you're coming after big checks like uh, i don't know tens of millions of dollars and uh, um, maybe FPI would be an option for you to, to raise uh, the, this money. Um, I believe that, that, that there are many cases uh, when companies, even foreign companies go that way, like expanding to Russia. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, it depends on, uh, it depends on the team. Uh, and yes, uh, as, uh, as any, I believe in any country, uh, like uh, like people from the government, like government associated, they are willing to take less risk, and uh, this this is why people uh, uh, like uh, corporate VCs they prefer to go to the latest stages, uh, just uh, to have uh, to, to 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 have the better balance of the risk, uh, like having less downside. Yeah. All right. So, so it seems it seems like uh, we nailed it, uh, and uh, we just. Uh, discuss uh, another uh, startup ecosystem of uh, uh, our big world of different ecosystems and uh, we have innovation happening in every single part of our planet but uh, every country has something what uh, may be beneficial for international founders and russia is one of those uh, great countries uh, to explore for international entrepreneurs to soft land and maybe use specific uh, benefits uh, to uh, build businesses from here or through this ecosystem well uh, uh, we had a great uh, answers and uh, detailed uh, conversation about this ecosystem and thank you dmitry for uh, giving this answer. Thank you, Dennis, for uh, great questions and collaborating with me. But before I let you go, uh, we like uh, to end this uh, in a, a general, a genuine way, uh, just uh, sharing what you have uh, uh, your like as a final say, a final recommendation on your mind, on your heart to global audience of startups. And um, uh, um, I let uh, you, Dennis, uh, to. To, to say your first final thoughts, uh, to be first to say your final thoughts, and uh, the final uh, word you'll give uh, Dmitry to close this session. So, yeah, I, I always say that uh, you, you need to think as, as, a, as, a, as an entrepreneur, and uh, uh, regardless what we said, like getting some insights, no one knows the best way to, to, build, to build a big company. Uh, a lot of people know how to fuck up, fuck it up because uh, like uh, these are the typical questions. But how to win the market and what market to take to win uh, is is always a journey, and uh, you need to figure it out. So you can listen our insights uh, or or on this market on other markets. There are ups and downs, uh, cons, uh, cons and pros, and uh, take a decision for yourself. For example, I had I've seen a company expanding from um, from africa to southeast asia just because of the they have the same level of corruption and business processes whatsoever not expanding for example to eastern europe and uh, this is a quite an, a unique approach and if you are unique you're you can get a higher return so just keep this in mind because we're in the business of uh, outliers and outliers are acting exceptionally
All right. So, Dmitry, what is your final say and uh, what you have in your mind and heart to uh, close the session sharing with uh, the global founders? Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with Daniel that uh, don't care about fuck ups because everybody have a lot of fuck ups and uh, the the big question is uh, not how so many fuck ups do you have, but uh, do you have a, uh, only one success uh, and uh, uh, be passionate about it. And uh, when you choose uh, the market, choose the market with a large number of customers and growing demand by more than 40%. Because uh, the, this is, doesn't make any sense to come to the market uh, which uh, going down. If the market is growing up, you just be on the top. And uh, the second thing is that uh, you uh, can actively use accelerators and advisors and people uh, like uh, uh, me on Denise on the Daniel uh, because uh, this kind of people will help you to be more efficient in your use of time and investment and uh, just uh, uh, take the tips and uh, go forward. All right. Thank you so much. That was Dmitry Kalaev, uh, uh, Denis Kalishkin and uh, myself. And we were speaking about startup ecosystem in Russia. Guys, uh, to support us, uh, just give us a, a, a large uh, like and subscribe to our channel. Uh, you can also comment and ask questions, and if you, we find good questions, uh, and we will reach out to the speaker and uh, get back to you with an answer. Thank you so much, guys, for your participating, and uh, we will uh, continue with our great talks. Uh, tomorrow we will have another uh, webinar, and uh, this month we have uh, lo lots of uh, lots of talks uh, from uh, international founders from around the world, from Australia, from Russia, from United States. Just stay tuned. We have so many great content, and this is content is not just for the sake of inspiration. We want to really help you. So uh, bring your questions, and you'll get the answers. Thank you, and 